Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me first remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more that, about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also protected by Brandenburg v. Ohio, 1969, which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to producing or inciting imminent lawless action is likely to incite or produce such action. Therefore, everything said here on Anarchy Monk Friends Roundtable discussion is entirely hypothetical. Uh, this is episode 174. Um, which I'm amazed I they haven't kicked us off yet. Gave a weird title too because it's an article that none of these guys have seen yet and we'll bring that up in a little bit. But uh, yeah. We are... Uh, listening to Chris change the tire on his car. Yeah. How's it going, Chris? Well, you know, it'd be better if I had some fucking light out here. But... Yeah. <laughs> Generally, light is, is useful. Light is overrated. Improvise, adapt, overcome. Or some Especially shit when trying to harvest uh, balancing beads out of the if, inside of your if, tire. If you had your PT belt on, the light would be reflecting off of it, and you'd have plenty enough to see. Yeah, I already had if, to change my socks twice today. All right. <laughs> and if Dwayne Haskins had had his PT belt on, he would still be with us today. Oh, what did bro. we fucking tell you, bro? You're gonna get Adam <laughs> Schaefer. <laughs> They're gonna misquote you and misinterpret that, and. They're just going to complain <laughs> about it. Hey, man, all I know is I was asked repeatedly when I didn't wear one if I wanted to get hit by a car. So I'm pretty sure not wearing one directly leads to being hit by a car. I mean, you know, they say correlation doesn't equal causation, but I mean, I mean, <laughs> they wouldn't be asking us that question all the time, Andrew, if if it wasn't a it's fact. Like, right? it's, like, it's like in D.A.R.E. Yeah. It's like when, when they, they told you, D.A.R.E., you know, drugs or drug abuse resistance education, right? Like people are gonna ask you for you know ask you if you want to buy drugs later in life, and this is what you need to say. I've been asked once or twice. I've never right? been so, asked so, if I wanted to buy any. So the the the, the causation correlation <laughs> is there. So we can't say that if he were wearing a PT belt, he would not have no. been hit. That's right? true. It's... Especially in Pittsburgh. I mean, it's not yeah. like they get a damn in, about. He was in my. He was in Miami. Oh, he's in Miami. That's even or in, worse. In Florida, in, in yeah. Florida, he was there. He was off-season training. That's Florida man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. This week's Florida man of the week is brought to you by the guy who hit oh. Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I have. Oh no, that was that's an Alabama story, not a not a Florida story. Sorry. So. Cancel that segue. Cancel that close. I mean, it is close. In many ways, Alabama is worse. In most ways, Alabama is, in fact, worse than pretty much anywhere. Actually, Alabama's favorite state is Mississippi. I mean, Alabama's favorite state is Mississippi. Because they have one thing below them. Yeah. Um, How about we can't. I mean, okay, PT belt. We can we can segue on PT belt. How about that? Sure. Uh, homesick Navy officer can't get Hawaii gun permit. Yeah, that is just this. 
a whole article just blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, a U.S. A U.S. Navy officer stationed in Hawaii said in a lawsuit that he can't get a gun permit because he sought counseling for feeling depressed and homesick. Michael Satucci's lawsuit is the latest challenge to Hawaii's gun ownership restrictions. Uh, his lawsuit focuses on a state law that allows access to an applicant's medical records in determining whether someone should be allowed to own a gun, uh, which his lawyers say is unique to Hawaii. It's not actually unique to Hawaii. Uh, in California, they can also request, um, and they also have a, uh, um, a require to uh, require to report requirement. If you seek, um, uh, like if you're on strong antidepressants, uh, they have to report that to the state, and then that eliminates your ability to purchase it legally purchase firearm. Right, but what makes Hawaii's law unique is that they can access stuff that is just the notes. So even yeah. if you weren't actually diagnosed with anything, they can mm -hmm. die. They can access it. There is. Yes. I don't think any other state where they're actually allowed to do that. They can only see your diagnoses. Yes. Um, uh, Santucci, a cryptologic warfare officer. Right. So we're not talking about, you know, a, a regular little no one. Right. A cryptologic warfare officer from Fort Myers, Florida, saw a medical provider at a military hospital for feelings of depression and homesickness a few months after arriving in Hawaii last year. He wasn't diagnosed with any disqualifying behavioral, uh, emotional or mental disorder, uh, the lawsuit says. He later filled out forms to register his firearms with the Honolulu Police Department and indicated that he had been treated for depression, but noted it was, quote, not serious. Uh, Hawaii law requires registration of all firearms. Blatantly unconstitutional. Uh, prior to acquiring mm -hmm. a gun, uh, an applicant must apply for a permit. When applying, the applicant signs a waiver, allowing the chief of police of the county issuing the permit uh, to access any records that have a bearing on the mental health of the applicant. Santucci received a letter from the police department saying that in order to process his application, he needs written certification from a psychologist or doctor documenting he's no longer affected by any mental disorder. Government physicians, such as in the Department of Defense, are forbidden from writing such statements, according to Santucci's lawsuit. Yeah, so it's a it's a way to basically forbid anyone that's stationed there from being able to actually. Yes. Uh, the lawsuit also noted that the Navy approved of Santucci possessing firearms. <sighs> yes. Well, yeah. The I mean, in general, most militaries, if they're like, "No, you're fucking nuts. I can't allow you anywhere near a gun," they're probably not going to let you stay in the fucking military. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that isn't that literally a Section Eight discharge? Yeah, like you would. You, well, you would actually. You would be. Uh, what is it? Is that eight? No, it's um. Oh, I don't remember offhand. Uh, it's. I'm sure. Yeah, like they. I'm, I'm sure it's. They, it's in the UCMMJ. Yeah, but they would. They would discharge you because you're mentally. I actually know a guy who was discharged because he was declared mentally unfit. Yes. Um. But like. They, they're not going to let you keep playing around with like missile systems if you can't be trusted with a pistol. <laughs> he's, he's why a, I don't understand. Uh, he's again. He is a what is that? He is a cryptologic warfare officer. I'm just saying Code that breaker. that sounds 
like kind of fancy. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they're not going to put an untrustworthy person in that sort of position. Oh yeah, you're right. No. You have access to an enormous amount of highly classified information yes. every single day in this yes. job. Um, but you can't from... own a pistol in Hawaii. Yeah, here's <laughs> yeah, here's the, this, here's here's the one that's going to send Andrew Rubber. Uh, representatives for the city and county of Honolulu, also named as a defendant in the lawsuit, uh, didn't mean didn't immediately respond to a message seeking comment. Oh, um, the city's lawyer responded, quote, as a practical matter, the city makes the applicant disprove a negative. Uh, I am not incompetent, which is expensive and burdensome, especially Uh-oh. considering that virtually all Hawaii doctors refuse to write the waivers the city requires as proof of mental competency. Which then fits undue burden, which then means it's unconstitutional. It's it's all constitutional or all unconstitutional. Well, I mean, it's all it's all a violation of human rights. But I mean, by yeah. under established jurisprudence, then it yeah, would this be this is more undue burden. Yeah, that's more strict than even here in California. You know, California is a uh, a, a, a may issue state, right? The, the the sheriff may or may not issue, and some sheriffs are are actual shall issues. Right. And so in, instead of having to prove that you need it, um, the sheriff will actually try to prove that you don't. And if they can't prove that you don't through like a background check, uh, then sure, go ahead. Here's your permit. My sheriff here in Contra Costa is a uh, is fucking terrible. Like, like I'm like one point two or one point one five million people in this county, like less than a thousand gun permits. Sounds yeah. about right. The county I left, um, our new the new sheriff of the county I left increased and became a shell issue because the wait waiting time for a permit in Riverside County was like two and a half years. Yep. And the new sheriff got elected, Bianco, and he came in and dropped it down to less than six months. Yeah, I waited I waited six months to get a no. The county yeah. that I live in has less than twenty five thousand people in it, and there's more gun permits here than there are in your county. Yeah, um, up north, up north where my brother is, um, like their sheriff will actually like their sheriff sends out emails, and they'll actually advertise, "Hey, uh, the, there's no wait list for permits. Come on in, we'll get you done." Hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they, my brother's permit with him not even owning a firearm. Like he, he literally borrowed a firearm from the gun range, did the thing, took the test, passed the test, passed the background check, like didn't even own a firearm yet, and they approved his his carry permit. Nice. Yeah. Uh, two Californias. I'm telling there's two Californias in the state. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. Vulcanization now. <laughs> we have a balkanization article. Hey, look at that. Segue. I've I've never bothered we're with not dead yet. or anything else. So it's like I everybody complained, like, oh, it took so long. I've literally never asked for permission ever. Yep. I've never I've never signed a 4473. <laughs> I have. I mean, I've I've signed a lot of forms because yeah. well, I suppose I I can't say I've never asked for permission because at one point I did have my SOT too. So that obviously is asking permission. But... Uh, yeah, that's a good thing to ask for permission for. Though. 
Yeah, but that was a really fun thing to have for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but as a well, practical, then... yeah, as a practical matter, the city makes the applicant disprove a negative. Yeah, I was just gonna say, and then they, they, they disprove a negative. You can't disprove, or you can't prove a negative. So why do I have to disprove? Yeah, a negative. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or as. FPC says, fuck you, no. Yeah, fuck you, no. <laughs> As Josh dives out of the way to show the flag. <laughs> the, well, it's like the, uh, you know, the whole, like, if I if I won the lottery, I'd buy a tank. And, uh, well, but what if they won't let you have a tank? Well, what are they going to do? Take it away? I have a fucking tank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, if you really want to go, like man, that guy that, that's that guy that like the guy that bought a Sherman and parked it on the street. Yeah, you gonna tow it? No. <laughs> <laughs> gonna guess yeah. not. The yeah, uh, Brandon here. Brandon's in up in NorCal, or used to be in NorCal, one or the other. Um, he says it's amazing the difference between Northern and Southern California, but the state of Jefferson will probably never become a thing. Uh, no, it yeah. probably won't ever become a thing, sadly. Uh, I have my State of Jefferson ha patch on my other hat. I was going to show it, but um, the State of Jefferson is is making moves. I don't know if you guys remember uh, uh, Shasta County. I know we talked about this in Telegram chat. Uh, Shasta County voted to recall the sitting moderate Republican um, uh, county chair holder, chairman, county chairman. And uh, voted in uh, one of the leaders of the local militia. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, there was a, a no, video. Nice. I mean, you guys, there was a video <laughs> like late 2020. It came out uh, at a city council meeting. There was a lot of those, uh, and the guy basically said, um, 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 "End in the mandate bullshit, or we're coming for you." Right, he, he literally openly threatened the city council or the the, the, the county. The, and uh, and uh, they did, they did, they they launched, they had they had a big recall. Like a, a lot of a lot of businesses just said "fuck you no" to the to the county, uh, to the county orders, to the to the Reading City orders, and just just did their own thing. And they they were backed up by people, um, open carrying firearms in California, which is technically illegal. Uh, open carrying firearms and just. Oh, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. It was it was what you would expect in a red state, but it was still in California. Nice. So, nice. but they're uh, um that the uh, the militia up there and the um uh, like there's the thing out of Cottonwood. There's a documentary on on YouTube about it, and uh, they uh they recalled the the county super oh, county supervisor. That's the word I was looking for. The county supervisor. Um, the mayor of Reading, and then a, a few other council members. Uh, and they've all been replaced by people that are either in or extremely friendly to the, to the militia up there. Nice. Very, very co constitutional type of thing. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah, it's beautiful. Be. Yeah. That's, oh. I mean, you know, that was one of those things that, you know, it, it, we've talked about before with the, you start, if you're going to start changing things, you need to start at a very, very local, local. level. Yep. and build yep. from there because the way that they took over and turned everything the way they did wasn't it from the top down it was initially from the bottom up yep they had to start mm -hmm. local and then they moved their way up 
And now that the top is controlled by them, the only way to get the top out is to take the foundations out from underneath and you got to do it at a local level. Yeah. Once, once you remove the, the, the power base, once you remove the, the, the just following the orders, people shit changes, shit changes fast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, but, uh, that, that article story about that. Like I read that in the guardian among other places, Washington post had a big article on it. Um, yeah, I'm kind of kind of proud of that one. No, but speaking of that note, I guess we have to do that article, huh? About what article? Uh, uh, the one about uh, balkanization. Yeah. Uh, this is a New York Times article. Uh, flurry of new laws move blue and red states further apart. No. Yes. <laughs> I know. See. I'm so terribly upset by this. I'm gonna cry. Boo-hoo. Yeah. Oh no. Boo-hoo. Um this is uh, after the governor of Texas ordered state agencies to investigate parents for child abuse if they provide certain medical treatments to their transgender children. California lawmakers proposed a law making the state a refuge for transgender youth and their families. When Idaho proposed a ban on abortions that empowers relatives to sue anyone who helps terminate a pregnancy after six weeks. Nearby Oregon approved $15 million to help cover the abortion expenses of patients from out of state. As Republican activists aggressively pursue conservative social policies and state legislators across the country, liberal states are taking defensive actions. Defensive. <laughs> spurred, <laughs> spurred by defensive. a U.S. Supreme Court that is expected to soon upend an array of longstanding rights, including the constitutional right to an abortion, Left-leaning lawmakers from Washington to Vermont have begun to expand access to abortion, bolster voting rights, and denounce laws in conservative states targeting LGBTQ minors. Just the uh, the fucking phrase LGBTQ minor is infuriating. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's uh, <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. I don't really want to go into it on the podcast, but it's. It's pretty infuriating. Yep. Oh, it's uh I mean LA just voted to ban all official travel to Florida and Texas. <laughs> and both of those states like, no, don't stop, please. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> oh no. Um what will f- we ever do? Yeah. Oh. Uh the flurry of action, particularly in the West, is intensifying already marked differences between life and liberal and conservative left parts of the country. And it's a sign of the consequences when state governments are controlled by increasingly by single parties. Oh, gosh. You mean like almost every founding father of the United States warned everybody was going to be the death of the republic was was a two-party system? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Control of legislative chambers is split between parties now in only two states, Minnesota and Virginia. So Minnesota and Virginia are the only ones that have a mixed control of their state senates. Yeah, they're they're the only ones that have that don't have a majority in both. Yes. So, uh, quote: "We're further and further polarizing and fragmenting, so that blue states and red states are becoming not only a little different but radically different." That's a quote from John Michaels, a law professor who studies government at UCLA. Oh, 
I wonder what side of the fence he's on. <laughs> UCLA. Mm. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Uh, Americans have been sorting, sorting into opposition partisan camps for at least a generation, choosing more and more to live among like-minded neighbors, while legislators, through gerrymandering, are reinforcing their state's political identities by solidifying one-party rule. No fucking shit. You it, adventures of the man who just started paying attention. <laughs> Captain Obvious strikes again. I, I'm I'm picturing the John McClain, the welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> you well, there, just there, noticed. There used to be a meme series on Instagram and it was Captain Obvious. Oh yeah. I love yeah. the Captain Obvious stuff. Yeah. It looked yeah. like it kind of it kind of looked like Quail Man. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. I just noticed that. Oh, oh did you? <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, quote, as states become more red or blue, it's politically easier for them to pass legislation, says Ryan D. Enos, a Harvard political scientist who studies partisan segregation. Quote, does that create a feedback loop where, where more sorting happens? That's the part we don't know yet. Uh, yes, it's we what? do know. Look at Florida. That's all I'm saying. Look at Florida. Look at what Florida's doing. Look at what Washington's doing. Yeah, for sure. Like, dude. Uh, look at well. Look at yeah. I mean, compare compare for a minute. Compare Texas, Florida. Um, I mean, any of the the very very hard red states versus the very hard blue states like does it create a feedback loop i don't know let's look at new york for a minute <laughs> <laughs> and you can say what you want you can say whatever you want however given the last two years would you rather have been texas florida or california washington well i mean it's no contest it's no contest yeah, it's no contest at all mm -hmm. and uh the homie jack says nice shirt andrew anti-state mr boogaloo jack uh, I also have that? my uh, oh geez, what the hell is going on there? Is that you? No, Chris's mic. Nope, uh, he muted. Um, with some thirty legislators in Republican hands, conservative lawmakers working in many cases with shared legislative language have begun to enact a tsunami of restrictions that for years were blocked by Democrats and moderate Republicans at the federal level. A recent wave of anti-abortion bills, for instance, has been the largest since the landmark 1973 decision of Roe versus Wade. It's it's literally like that's their only concern is Roe versus Wade. Yeah, they don't have anything oh, else. They, like They haven't mentioned a single other thing. Nothing else. Just <sighs> that. That's all they got. Like, but it's, it's, but, 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 you know what you and and I don't care what side of the fence you were you're on about whether or not murder is murder. What I care about is the fact that you if you were supporting the vaccine through all of this, if you were supporting the lockdowns and the mandates and everything else, you lost all ability to try and argue my body, my choice. <laughs> yes. That very moment. So yes. I don't fucking care what your opinion is at all anymore. You lost the ability to make that argument. Oh, very much yeah. so. I can't, I can't disagree with that at all. Um, similar moves have recently been aimed at LGBTQ protections and voting rights. 
and the, that's all they got. They got those two. They did two things. Two things. You can't, you can't have positive rights in a situation that affects other people's natural rights. Well, yeah, right? for sure. And I mean, that's and that's a constant running theme on the American political left, in particular, where everything they want is a right and everything they don't want is a violation of human rights. Plain yeah. and simple. Like that's uh, that's and, the way they come yeah. down. Uh, in Florida and Texas, teams of, quote, election police have been created to crack down on the rare crime of voter fraud, which, again, has already been proven. Rare. Voter fraud. <laughs> not, 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 not to the numbers that it would, like, overturn, you know, the uh, election, quote, unquote. But it has been proven that it exists. Yeah. Um, and it's something that they completely ignore as far as prosecution at a federal level. Oh, for sure. Oh, of course. Oh, for sure. We knew that was going to happen. Um, carrying concealed guns without a permit is now legal in nearly half the country. I think it's 24 states, 25 states. 25 like now. now. It's 25 now. It's 24 now. Georgia hasn't signed it yet. It's on his desk. Oh, okay. Yeah, once they once they sign it, then it'll be twenty five. It'll be yes. half of the fucking country. It needs to be fucking fifty. Yes. Uh, where was I? Uh, carrying concealed guns without a permit is now legal in nearly half the country. Uh, bounty laws enforced not by governments, which can be sued in federal court, but by rewards to private citizens for filing lawsuits, uh, have proliferated on issues from classroom speech to vaccination since. The U.S. Supreme Court declined to strike down the legal tactic in Texas. Uh, they're talking about the um, uh, allowing minors to get shots uh, and the um, teaching kids things that the parents do not believe that they should be taught. Right. Yeah. Which shouldn't even be an issue because stop sending your children to be educated by your enemies. Yes. Public indoctrination um, centers. Yeah, since the Supreme Court declined to, declined to strike down the legal tactic in Texas. Yeah, it's again, this is a New York Times article. Yeah, um, and we all know how the Times is. Yes. Uh, the moves in an election year have raised questions about the extent to which they are performative as opposed to sustainable. Some Republican bills are bold at first glance, but vaguely worded. Some appear designed largely to energize base voters. That's no shit. That happens. Yeah, adventure. That happens on both sides. Uh, many, however, send a strong cultural message. That's their in intention. Yeah, right. Because it's, I mean, it's not about simply maneuvering things ever so slightly. It's about literally <laughs> fundamentally altering an entire culture to align with their worldview. Um, and I don't and care again, which side of the fence you're on. That's to, wrong. to quote whoever it is. It's uh, um, politics is downstream of the culture, right? Yeah. So yep. the, as as the culture changes, as people demand things. Politicians will go, oh, look, I can gain favor by supporting this. And they support it. Mm. Totally shocked. Totally shocked. Oh, what? Who would think that would ever happen? 
more however sent a strong cultural message and divisions will widen further said percival squire an expert on state legislators at the university of missouri if the supreme court hands more power over to the states on issues like abortion and voting as it did when it said in 2019 that partisan gerrymandering was beyond federal jurisdiction because it is oh my god the 10th amendment should be in, uh, enforced you know, isn't it interesting that that only seems to matter when it's really convenient? And like yes. other times, the Tenth Amendment's just meaningless. It, it doesn't mean anything. It's oh, yeah. nope. There's yeah. no well, yeah. There's no it, every powers. There's... The the Tenth Amendment gets continuously shit on at every fucking turn because of the so-called supremacy clause. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Lon Harachi. Lon Harachi'd still be in a fucking cage if it weren't for the supremacy clause. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, he, honestly, he should be under the cage, not in a cage. But well, hopefully, he would have been taken care of. Oh, was he arrested in a state that had the death penalty? Uh, no, but there were a lot of angry people in Idaho at the time. Really, I'm kind of surprised Idaho didn't have the death penalty in the the nineties. Well, we're considering a new of state. Centered policy making. That's you mean uh, like it fucking should have been from the word go. <laughs> so help help me with this name. That is a uh, Karthik K A R T H I C K. Karthik. Yeah, I think so. Ramakrishnan. R A M A K R I S H N A N. Maybe it's Karthik Ramakrishnan. Rama, Rama, whatever. Uh, professor, professor in public policy and political science at the University of California, Riverside. Quote, we may be heading into a future where you can have conservative states and progressive states deciding that they're better off pushing their own visions of what government should be. Oh, my God. It's the Articles of the Confederation. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. Yep. States should be in control of their own boundaries. What? Wow, oh it's, my it's God, the almost people, like the that people. coup that they that they orchestrated back in the 1700s didn't. The, the same people surprised by this shit are the same ones that shit all over Clive and Bundy eight years ago this week. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, and that's the thing is, it's you know the yeah, as Chris brought up the the coup in 1789. <clears throat> it's. The pe- I mean, and those people, the people who are surprised by this, are unaware of what we're talking about when we mention a coup happening in 1789. They have no idea because yes. what they heard in school, which they completely believe, was, oh, and then they did. the founding fathers decided that the Constitution or the, the Articles of Confederation just didn't make the federal government strong enough. And they realized that, that wasn't going to work. And <laughs> no, they believed that's- that that's the real story. <laughs> If you learn that much in school, yeah. yeah. If if you learn like that, might that might be like AP history learning now, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, like Shay's rebellion happened because the government was fucking over the local farmers, and then the the federal government went, "Oh, the Articles of the Confederation limit our abilities," and the, the Federalists went, "Look what we can do." Yep, now we can use this crisis. Never let a excuse. crisis go to waste. Mm-hmm. I said, 
every since the dawn of time ever i support aaron burr tactical pistol solutions <laughs> just <saying. laughs> i wish i wish daniel shea had succeeded bro i'm just putting that out there well look at look at the the state of jones you know, um, look at, you know, a lot of the other rebellions. And that's the funny thing is how many rebellions actually happened in like the the decade after the end of the Revolutionary War. There was actually a ton of them because people were now railing against the the attempt at consolidation of power by all of these elites who had still been elites. Don't forget, a lot of the founding fathers had been elites under the British rule. Yep. And they weren't ready to give up that elite status. No, I mean the Tenth Amendment literally exists because, like, I think half the, half the states said that they wouldn't sign. Yeah, they yeah. didn't want. Yeah, they did. They didn't want to deal with. They they saw it for what it was. I mean, you had a ton of the anti-federalists who understood what the Constitution actually represented. The entire reason that the Bill of Rights exists is because it was designed to placate the anti-federalists. Remember, the Federalists didn't even want the Bill of Rights to exist. Yep. Um, you mean elites didn't want anything that could potentially limit their power? Yeah. This is most shocked me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, you know, I, I love to point when people are like, oh, George Washington, George Washington. You know that George Washington owned like an enormous amount of land and an enormous amount yeah. of businesses and was very much like he would wanted to be referred to as his excellency. Like, <laughs> that's that's who George Washington was. And remember, none of that land was his. He didn't earn no. any of that. He got no. it from marrying Martha. And from his brother when his brother died. That's where he got everything. He didn't learn any of that. So I'm going to skip a few paragraphs now. And then um, uh, another state rights thing. Uh, another would enforce a ban on ghost guns and assault weapons with a California version of the Texas's recent six-week ban on abortion. Featuring a $10,000 bounty to encourage lawsuits from private citizens against anyone who sells, distributes, or manufactures those type of firearms. <laughs> can't sue me if you don't know I made it because you right. can't stop mm -hmm. the signal because states right. yeah. on an unrelated uh, note I, I may have ordered an Ender 3 but hey I, <laughs> when Russia finishes Ukraine and invades California we're going to let them have it but, uh, with our yeah. California compliant ARs that, with the bullet button <laughs> mm -hmm. No, bullet buttons illegal. Oh, that's right. They changed that again. Yeah, bullet buttons illegal. Well, you see, it's it's the thing that goes up. That's what's gonna happen. That's what you get. The, 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 the thing that goes up. The shoulder thing that goes up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking robotic arm on the back of the fucking gun. <laughs> Oh, and then the, the the rest of the article is just back and forth, back and forth. California, Texas, blah 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 blah. I don't really care to get into it, but yeah, well, because um, that's how that's how people see it, right? They see the world in black and white, uh -huh. and yeah. they see it as either. Well, actually, more specifically, they tend to see the world as red and blue. They only see one side or the other. It's this false dichotomy that we always talk about, where it's this like stupid right left paradigm that somehow. <laughs> It's you're either red or you're blue, which is why when they deal with us and we're like, no, fuck them both. They're like, what? They short circuit. They don't know how to respond. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> they, they just start stuttering and stumbling and like, whoa, whoa. Oh, the NPCs yeah. have no dialogue script written for that kind of input. Oh no, no, they they say they say if if you don't support X, then that means Y wins. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I've I've gotten and that. I've also yeah, I've also gotten um the immediate from blue right from the blue side of things. I've gotten when I say, well, no, fuck Republicans too. Well, if you don't like it, why don't you leave? Yeah, <laughs> just get up and leave. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry if I don't want don't don't want to participate in your false fucking dichotomy, then I should just leave. Don't threaten me with a good time. So yeah, Brandon, well, yeah. Brandon, Brandon says again. Uh, uh, have yet to see a California legal AR in California. Uh, I've seen one or two. Uh, at the local range, and they're uh they're 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 terrible. First off, they're absolutely terrible. But um, uh, yeah. they're they're but they're fud types. They're fud. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones. They're the ones that go. Well, when they come to take our guns, I'll just throw a stock on it and shut up. Shut no, up. No, you man. won't. Yeah. You'll hand go it over and bend yeah. over like a good one little slave. One of my former coworkers completely go each, go changed AR to compliant. No, fuck that shit. Go eat your Cheetos. Shut up. Total you know what? Too. It's like it's, I, it's a, not like I'm looking forward to them dropping the the new brace rule sometime between now and August, but uh, we're expecting a uh, ghost gun rule from Biden in the next couple of days. Yeah, which is hence uh, he, my hence my Fed posting meme of the kaboom. Oh, yes. We're oh, gonna we're gonna have so much fun <laughs> next week. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's I, you can't, I don't... First of all, you can't stop the fucking signal. Second of all, the Supreme Court's already ruled that home-built firearms are unregulatable and unenforceable, and any law yep. that tried to do either would, in fact, uh, violate the Constitution inherently. That's already established yeah, jurisprudence. The, uh, uh, what is it? The, the the GCA? Is it the, the GCA that says you have a right to build your own firearm? I don't, uh... I don't remember if it's the GCA, but I remember that uh, for sure there was a Supreme Court case in the late 90s i think mid 90s late 90s mm -hmm. uh that established that a home built any law trying to forbid building home built firearms the majority opinion was any law that attempted to forbid the building of home built firearms would not only be unenforceable by its very nature but would in fact be blatantly <laughs> unconstitutional. We just need to, you know, we, we, we need to make a meme that just says laughs and looty. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's, there's Chuck, incredibly chuckles, gun laws. chuckles and slam fire. I mean, all I really need to say is that, you know, there's extremely strict laws in uh, anti-gun laws in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why so many people have trouble starting their cars. <laughs> well that's why you know there's people with closets full of ar-18s not ar-180s ar-18s and uh fouls and things like that's yeah because of the strict gun laws that's why uh it's it's ridiculous there's i mean that's why you have photos from the 1970s after those laws were passed of people walking down the street with rpgs in their hands is because those gun laws really fucking work well Like that was one of those things I was laughing to uh, laughing to Lindsay about just the other night where I was like, you know, I always thought growing up because like I was laughing about, you know, how the uh, the British and the English like um, um, and the the Irish even like to pick up the 
American gangster talk and mannerisms and things. And like, and how, you know, when I would come home, you know, home to the U S in during the summers and stuff that, uh, I always would like be all into like listening to Tupac and Biggie and everything else. Like, Oh man, they're so cool. Right. Cause we, all of us nineties kids, we were like that. Right. We all thought it was super cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, I would then go home to Ireland to a closet full of RPG sevens and AR 18s and shit. And like have to run through streets, dodging actual gunfights and between soldiers oh. and the IRA. And like somehow though, I thought these gangsters were living the hardcore life and I had no idea <laughs> what I was actually experiencing. <laughs> like it never registered. They're always hard. Talking that. Okay. Um, uh, one more quote. It says, uh, this is from Michaels, uh, the UCLA professor. He says, uh, quote, in a world in which the federal government has abdicated some of its core responsibilities, states like California have to figure out where their responsibilities are. The hard question is, where does it end? It doesn't. It doesn't end because government will always keep getting worse and worse and worse to justify its existence. Yep. Yep. And they you will know. keep manufacturing crises in order to continue to. Well, yeah, there's I mean, not one already uh, there. They will manufacture. Look at, look, mm -hmm. You know, and the difference between states. Look at what we just talked about earlier today when we were talking about the the Arizona war with California. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where the two states, like California, was about to just take water away from Arizona, and Arizona was like, "The fuck you are," and deployed a hundred National Guard with like fucking Maxim fucking machine guns. <laughs> to their side of the river where they're trying to build the Parker Dam and we're like, try it. Watch what happens. Yep. And it took a Supreme Court decision to make that stop. Um, Not going yeah, to lie, I would have loved to see it. I was going to say, yeah, I would have loved to see that happen. Just no, no. We're gonna watch this one play out. It's gonna be great. <laughs> but that was the and California of the 1920s, though. Andrew so, and I sit yeah. on a mountaintop overlooking it. Kush. Yeah, just crack open some beers. Like, oh, this is gonna be fucking good. <laughs> Looking down the hill, go. Oh, here comes Jason. <laughs> Don't worry. We'd bring like a. Uh, we'd bring like a uh, a camper van. We'd have a. a toaster oven hooked up we'd have pizza rolls it'd be great yeah we'll pizza rolls <laughs> bring we'll a uh, bring it bring an extra pizza stock bagel. so i can take out my california compliant ar you fucking kidding me if i'm doing that i'm bringing like an fgc9 with full auto capability in it just like here you go enjoy <laughs> only one i mean no. well i mean one for him and so you don't really need two. Are you going to dual wield doing some fucking yes. Call of Duty bullshit? Yes. Yes. You'll hit yes. all of one thing and it won't be the thing you're aiming at. Yeah, it'll oh, work out well. It's not my ammo. It's fine. No, we're just, I'm just laying down suppressive fire. Hey, we got to we gotta get one for Brandon too because he's, he's a North Cowboy. He'll be there. Um, yeah, well, I love the, the comment in the, the chat that there's no firearms in Ireland. Oh. Yeah, none, none. No. no one owns a gun. It's so, it's amazing. Right. Um, speaking of states' rights and and firearms, we got a we got a hard story, and uh, 
I only want to talk about the story. I mean, it's it's a hard story, and I want to bring it up, but we have a, a mutual friend uh, who is going to be entering the same sort of situation in the near future, and um, I just want to, I want to bounce it off you guys. So this is uh, slaying mom. Cassie Carly was terrified of abusive ex-boyfriend. This is a, a New York Post article. This is about this girl out of Alabama. Uh, slaying mom, Cassie Carly's body was found in a shallow grave in Alabama. was reportedly so terrified of her abusive ex-boyfriend uh, that she asked her father to bring uh, his firearm uh, to child custody pickups. Why didn't she get fucking one herself? We're, we're going to get to that. Uh, Callie 37 had ominously warned her sister before her death that it quote, if something happened to me, uh, her ex-boyfriend Marcus, uh, would be to blame. Uh, quote, he was never physical with her or put his hands on her, but she, but he knew she feared him. And I think he used that against her, but he would also be kind of gentle to her sometime and try to get her to bring her guard down. Right. That's, That's uh, how manipulators work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, that's, uh, that's how psychological abuse works. Yeah, she added, uh, Cassie would say he was being crazy and sometimes asked my dad to come to a child pickup with her, telling him, quote, please bring your gun because he had a concealed carry. Carly had also considered obtaining such a permit in the weeks before her death, but stopped short when he grew amicable and brought her guard down again. Uh, she was found buried inside of a barn uh, in Springfield, about 300 miles north of where she was last seen. God, I hope the dad went after him and fucking buried him. No, the guy was arrested. Yeah. Ah, damn it. Under yeah. the prison, not in it. Yeah. But uh, this this is this was from Florida. Um, the guy was arrested in Tennessee. He was running. But so she was from Florida. Um Florida is now pushing constitutional carry. They don't have constitutional carry yet. So for her to obtain a permit, she would have to obtain a firearm um, and then go through the whole process. And, and then she would. So, and, yeah, that pro- and that process a- in Florida is not necessarily the easiest. You know? No. So her, her reluctance and the state's, uh, the state's rules in place prevented her from from being able to protect herself, legally be able to protect herself. And again, in this sort of situation, she wanted to be by the book, right? She's not going to conceal carry without a permit and get her kid taken away and have that used against her in court and all that other stuff. Well, I mean, I will well, say especially in, in that to case, that. if he's especially if the abusive boy ex boyfriend is the um father of the child i wouldn't yes. want to run the risk that that child ends up in soul in his soul custody oh, yeah and that's i mean in relation yeah. to that though i will say it is much better to be judged by 12 than carried by six mm-hmm. that's yes. absolutely true oh, but um jury nullification is a thing hard, ladies and gentlemen hard to lose custody to a guy that's dead yeah, oh, well, this dude, this dude fucking looks like a real winner too. Like, if you look at his photo, like mm-hmm. he very uh, much in his her ex, mugshot looks evil. Her ex client or her ex tried to plant uh, recording devices in Carly's apartment after she gave birth, tracked her phone, and tried to monitor her movements and communications. People like that just need together. a bullet to the back of the fucking skull. So, oh no, I want him to see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
the verbal abuse was particularly bad. Uh, he would body shame her when she was pregnant, and just about everything she did was right or wasn't right or not. Oh, good dude enough looks for like him. a fucking chode. He oh, look at his, stupid. Look he at called, his uh his photo. The the oh, next one down, or a couple down from that. Yeah, uh, his um, mugshot. He called her stupid and said she mm. didn't know anything that she was going to be the worst mother worst mother ever. Uh, just to put her down and make her feel uh, inferior to him. The emotional abuse was just so extreme. Um, yeah, that's he's. Oh yeah. my god. He does not look like a nice person. Under the prison. <sighs> yes, but my my whole point of bringing this up is is. <sighs> There's plenty of moral cause to disobey good laws. Right? Def depending on the definition of good. But there's there's plenty of moral moral right and moral cause for this woman to have just said, fuck the law and carried again. She would she might still be alive. But had mm -hmm. she done that, you know her ex would have reported her. Police would have arrested her mm -hmm. because, you know... Her ex only would have reported her if he found out about it. And the only yeah, way he would have found out about it if he, is, if, if he was yeah. staring down the barrel. It's, yeah. No, I don't know. Well, and I mean, that's the thing, too, is a gun can it, simply it, be a deterrent. But yes. the reality is, if, if you have these laws in place where if I'm carrying the weapon, I'm going to possibly be looking at jail time just for carrying it. You're yes. now ensuring that if I'm going to draw it, I am going to use it because I have yep. to. Hmm. So you're just guaranteeing that it will be a fatal encounter. Yep. At that point. So if you actually care about people, it's a bad idea from that side. And on the other side, people who are worried about that and they don't necessarily because most people don't want to kill someone. No, even even soldiers, they've done studies and only 30 percent of shots are <clears throat> even actually aimed at the target in combat mm -hmm. because people don't want to kill other people. They just inherently don't really actually want to kill other people. These normal people don't. So well, that's why isn't it, that isn't it like thousands to dumb that down? Right. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, isn't isn't it something like a hundred thousand rounds per enemy combatant killed or something like that? Uh, I'm not it's sure, but like, there's um, it's and it's, it's like it's like eighty something. No, it was it was far higher than that, especially towards the end of Afghanistan. Which one's that yeah. one, Andrew? Uh, that book, I'm Killing. Uh, it is by Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. Uh, it's the psychological cost of learning to kill in war and society. In this book, he specifically talks about that that thirty percent. It's about thirty percent of all rounds fired are actually fired, even while the enemy is firing at you in combat. Only thirty percent are actually yeah. fired at the target oh. by the average soldier no. because people don't want to kill other people. And given the fact that people don't want to kill other people, they don't want to be forced into a position where they have to use the weapon if they pull it out. So they want to go about it the legal way so that if they pull it out and it deters the situation, everything's fine. They don't have to worry about legal repercussions for that. Mm -hmm. But when you have these laws like this in place, you put her in a position where she knows if she carries against the law, she is going to have to pull it out and shoot him. Because if uh, she doesn't kill him, he's going to use that against her. According to the Government Accountability Office, and now this is a very old article, but according to the Government Accountability Office, the U.S. has fired 250,000 rounds per insurgent killed. 
and that's Fuck. both Iraq and Iraq and Afghanistan. Send me send me that link in the Telegram chat, and I'll send it to the boys at Biting the Bullet. They do a that's this is what taxpayers paid for segment. That'll they'll enjoy that one. Like I said, it's old. It's from 2011, so it's yeah. but still. Oh, who cares? It's, it's but either way, it's still that like that's that's the thing though is you're forcing somebody into a position mm. where they're they're going to choose you know if they're a moral person they're going to choose their morality over their even their own safety and now yeah. you're just all yeah. the government has done with these laws is made sure that this woman is going to die yep yeah they put they put her who, who she's smaller she has to protect her son they put her at a disadvantage legally yep so yeah i don't know that yeah. went better than i thought and well, I'll have you, to. Uh, you were expecting us to scream and yell a little more. Well, I didn't really expect anything of it. I just wanted to bring it up so that it was out there, so that just give people some something to think about. Yeah. Um, I mean, the I bottom that, line is any any permit law is simply a barrier to entry. It's yeah, setting an arbitrary barrier. It's, to entry. it's selling you your rights back for a fee. I haven't sent this article to our mutual friend, but uh, it's something that we talked about just a little bit so at the end I'll, of the day you I'll are better to, to be judged by 12 than carried by six every fucking time yeah it yes. is better that you wind up having to defend yourself in court for why you had a gun and why you shot that motherfucker than for you to be six feet under because at the end of the day you don't get your kid if you're dead do you you well, don't get kid, to do yeah. anything you don't get to watch them grow up anything else whether it's through plexiglass or not at least if you're in prison you can watch your kid grow up you can kind of be there for them if you're dead and that's I, it and, and i would cases, i would take i would take that to a jury trial every time oh absolutely yeah that's and, going to a jury trial is, and i'm looking and, the jury in the eyes and going yep. would you have done the same thing yeah yep and and the other thing there too is when you consider juries are uh, incredibly slanted generally towards mm -hmm. mothers protecting their children. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah, don't fuck with a mama bear. Don't fuck with a mama bear. So even if she got nailed for the carrying a firearm mm -hmm. uh, without a permit, chances are pretty damn good that she'll never see the inside of a jail cell for that because in most yeah. states i believe in was in the state of wisconsin especially where andrew and i are yeah i'm, I'm sure i'm florida florida's got that, pretty good laws on that yeah uh, getting caught in in wisconsin is a misdemeanor that um i think so i think it's i think i'm pretty uh, sure without a permit so is Cal in california okay here's her in california concealed carrying your firearm without a permit is a misdemeanor but having more than 10 rounds in the firearm is a felony. That's fucking ridiculous. Well, in Wisconsin, we have open carry, too. So you could yeah, that's simply open carry it, and you would be allowed to just do that. So she could have, if it's Wisconsin, strap it on to the outside of her hip, have oh, it I there, know. ready to go, and... Just and she's not breaking any law. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, in, in Wisconsin, Andrew, it is uh, a class A misdemeanor penalty of up to nine months behind bars, a fine of not to exceed ten thousand dollars or both. That's a small price to pay. 
Yeah, small price to pay to not be under the fucking ground, dead yeah. oh. in a fucking barn. Yeah, three hundred miles from home. All right, uh, how about let's? Uh, I know this is a laugh, but it'll it'll make somebody laugh. Public school says it's searching student lunches brought from home, confiscating excessive uh, chips, soda, and candy. Stop sending your kids to the enemy. <laughs> A Western Pennsylvania public school district announced that one of its schools was to begin searching student lunches brought from home this week and confiscating, quote, excessive quantities of chips, soda, candy, and other snacks. The Aliquippa, A-L-I-Q-U-I-P-P-A, Aliquippa. The Aliquippa School District posted a Facebook message saying that, quote, due to excessive amounts of outside snacks being brought brought into Aliquippa Junior Senior High School, including, quote, shopping bags full of chips and bottled and canned drinks and candy, starting April 4th, each student is limited in bringing to school up to four-ounce bag of chips and up to one 20-ounce bottle of canned beverage. You know, if I were to ever play this game, if I were to ever get caught up in this game with a, with a school district... Oh, the, no, on, no, no. The on, first wait. thing I w- Go ahead. Hold on. If more than allotted items are brought to school, authorities will throw them out, the message said. Then in you're going to pay me for the fucking money you wasted, you son of a bitch. In addition, the rule also applies to students who bring their mm-hmm. lunches to school, which will be searched. No, they won't, because what I'm going to do no. is I'm going to give my kid a, a locked lunchbox with a key. And on the outside, <laughs> it's going to have a big sticker on it that says, Ligma Balls. Fourth Amendment? <laughs> yeah, just the, the text of the Fourth Amendment, Amendment? just right yep. there. And then the Fifth Amendment on the mm-hmm. front of it. So fourth on yep. top, fifth on the front. And then just there. Or like sec- just the like second, the second amendment on the bottom. Just yeah. To follow, just to <laughs> no, that's, the second amendment's inside it. It's, that it's way, when you get inside. it open, yeah. And Origami napkin folded into the shape. Yeah, it's, it's a little crane of death. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> oh no! no it's, be like on red the two. The, 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 yeah, yep. on, on red two, the guy that kills the guy with a piece of origami. That's what I'm sending my kid to school with. Yeah, it's no the, the um. Hold on, hold on. You um, what you do is you give them a, a combination lock because the Supreme Court has already ruled that giving up the combination and being forced to would constitute a violation yes. of the Fifth Amendment. Right. So you give them a combination lock on the lunch bag, and at that point, if they cut into it, it's illegal search and seizure. So, yeah. yep. or if they break the lock or anything like that, it's yeah. an illegal um, search. Some folks were none too pleased by the announcement. Quote, you're going to tell parents what they can and cannot send with their child to eat? That's absurd, said one Facebook commenter. Uh, That's government for you. uh, Quote, maybe if school lunches weren't so tiny and gross, they wouldn't need to bring extra snacks. No fucking shit. Well, I mean, tiny, I can see, and gross, yes. Well, I remember remember what, what, what Michelle Obama did to school lunches. Well, yeah, that's right. She did change say, them. When um, we were in school, it was I remember the square or the rectangular pizza. The, that shit the was triangle, oh. the triangle piece of pizza. This was no, no, that, the that took, that took up like half the tray. Oh man. Yeah, it was rectangular. Ours were rectangular and they actually they, and it, and, Yep, they intentionally uh, cut them into a specific size because it would fit in the largest compartment yep. in the tray. Uh, even, another com- in, even in Ireland, if you were to pull this, people would be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? 
open, open that soda, I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, school superintendent, you drive your own car to work every day, yeah? That's a mighty nice coffee machine you got there, supervisor. It'd be a shame if oh. something were to uh, happen to it. <laughs> yeah. Sodium. Well, I mean, just, a, just a little tab of sodium added to the coffee I'll, machine. I'll do worse than that. I'll wash his coffee pot out with soap. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Don dish soap in the water reservoir. Oh. I'll break your favorite mug. Oh. No, you uh, another... drill a very tiny hole in it. There you go. Like just on the one side. So you can't even see it. it. Yeah. It, but it break, yeah, break, the, break the handle, break the handle off the coffee pot and just set it on there. So it looks like it's right, but it's not. And then I go to pick it up. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, another <laughs> co- <laughs> put, put a put a little lock through the that's hole. Cruel, the, no, that's cruel. Li- no, you put you put a little lock through the hole on the. Uh, on oh, the, on, on the, the plug. Cord, on so the they, plug. On the cord. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Uh, another commenter called the school officials the lunch police. Oh, suggested they quote, quote stay out of parenting's parenting business and focus on giving our kids a quality education no shit no yeah yeah Yeah. um let's see uh uh, it's not like school officials have much room to talk have you seen the sodium and calorie content oh school lunches it's like two thousand calories a meal a meal that's supposed to be your entire day's worth of calories. Yeah. And it's a meal. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes off. The article just goes off on some back and forth between parents. And one of the parents is supporting it. And other parents aren't. So, yeah, of again, course, the other parents aren't. Because the other parents are the kinds of people who think that everything they want is a human right. And anything they don't want will shut up. You don't get a right to that. Yep. <laughs> It's it's fascism on the blue side versus fascism on the right side. That's all it is. I, I yeah. love Michael Malice's comment about Republicans or their Republicans are progressives driving the speed limit. Uh, that's actually a comment from I think it's Ace Ace Arcus. I think he said that. And Michael Malice stole it. Oh well, oh. I Did the only person I ever heard shit. it from was yeah. Everybody yeah. steals shit. Yeah. Everybody's, well, no, everybody steals shit from Ace specifically. Like fucking wow. Ace is a gem. Watching that is is. I don't know. I don't understand how he fucking... like. He doesn't sleep. I know. Oh my god, that guy just goes and goes. And he's fucking hilarious. Every single mm-hmm. it's just glorious because it's yeah. just well reasoned, simple arguments. And then they're like, "Well, fuck you. You're a white supremacist." And like that's basically the argument that they. <laughs> well, that that's what always happens though when you start winning an argument against. Especially the what left. is it? Um, uh, slander becomes the tool of the loser. Yep. Yeah, All right. I, I don't remember who said that, but I'm sure somebody uh, yeah. said it. I think it's, I think it's, uh, uh, yeah, slander is the tool of the defeated or something like oh, the that. The defeated, yeah, yeah, the defeated. No, that might be one of those old Greek philosophers that said that. One of those enlightenment boys. Oh, that uh, wouldn't have been Greek if it was enlightenment, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> same fucking don't. Whatever. That's you're you're off by like three thousand years. That's (laughs) hey, I took AP I took AP history, thank you very much. (laughs) Well that that explains it. Uh 
and I did not have my lunch searched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. actually, apparently it's slant. The actually, you were right. It is Socrates. He said, "When the debate is lost, slander becomes the tool of the loser." Yep. Hashtag suck it. <laughs> that was that was Socrates Johnson. Socrates Johnson. Yeah, that's said, only. I, I I saw him and Bill and Teddy did a really great job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, you talk about you took AP history. What no, you I didn't. Had, I didn't. I didn't take AP history. Right. I was going to say it. I, I, dro- you, I dropped out. In t- I dropped out in tenth grade. Well, fair enough. Um, but I think it's hilarious because, like, I went to a to a public school, and my daughter, my oldest daughter, goes to like the rival school that I, from the one I went to. And ew. Oh, it's hilarious. Does, it, does that hurt? Does that hurt a little bit? Fuck no. I don't give two shits. But at any rate, it's hilarious because the shit that she's learning as a sophomore was the stuff that they were teaching me in eighth grade. Uh-huh. I'm not yeah. even going to put in any input on the quality of Irish schools in comparison to American ones because it would hurt your all's feelings. Oh, I know. No, it wouldn't. I, I know. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't <laughs> surprise me one little bit. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, first off, first off, just explaining it would go over our heads. Yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah. it's the things the things that we learned. Like, I moved here at age fourteen, right? And uh, when I my first day of high school here, I was like, "You, you don't know this already? What's going on? <laughs> That's seriously we're covering this again? Is this review? No? Oh, oh Lord." okay then yeah well that's like uh a cousin of mine who he went to like four different school districts and through he went like k through three in one district when they moved to the other district the second one he's like we you guys have already haven't already covered this at all it was like long division in third grade it's like you you haven't done this already like yeah, no, this is new. Uh, okay. That's how that's how it was when my uh, that's what happened when my kids' little sister like they my kids were homeschooled and and the little sister was of course homeschooled also, mm. but she decided to go to school to the local high school for her senior year, and um, she was so far ahead of everybody. It oh, was ridiculous. ridiculously ahead. Of, she's like she's so far ahead of everybody that she gets bored, and because she gets bored, like. The other people there don't really like her. Oh, I know that feeling. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. do I know that feeling? Well, never I, be, never be too smart in a public school yes. because the smart ones are the ones that get bullied the most. You're the ones that get picked on the most because, well, how dare you be smarter than the rest of us? You act like you're so smart. Well, because I am. I, because I, I am far and away smarter than you. Yes, I'm yes. infinitely smarter than you. The, the level of intelligence that I apparently have based on your schoolwork is so far beyond where you're at that you might as well be an actual Neanderthal. I, well, I mean, oh, what, okay. how does that saying go? The the government will never give you the information you need to beat them? Yeah, they'll, yeah George them. Carlin. Yeah, the, the, mm. they'll never give you the education mm-hmm. that you need to overthrow them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what's Who's the guy that wrote uh, Dumbing Us Down? Um... They wrote what? Wrote oh, dumbing um, us down. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, the ex, the ex school teacher out of New York. Yeah, he wrote he wrote a bunch of other books too. Yeah. Um, 
Um, he's fantastic. Right? But uh, Including, of- if I remember right, Non-Campus Mentis, which is a great book if yeah. you've never read it. Absolutely hilarious. All right. Uh, speaking of that, we're going to transition to another article, and I cannot read the title because the title gives it away, and I'll just have to read the first paragraph. As part of a March poll of American attitudes towards Russia's invasion of Ukraine, researchers at Quinnipiac University uh, asked 1,374 U.S. adults nationwide whether they would, quote, leave the country or, quote, stay and fight if Russia invaded. 38% of adults polled uh, overall, and 48% of those between 18 and 34 said they would flee. Forty-five percent fucking Forty-five percent said they would stay. Uh, the poll. Also Meanwhile, everybody on this particular podcast is like Wolverines. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> immediately. Cue the cue the, cue the Ram cue the Rambo <laughs> montage. <laughs> putting on putting on the face paint and the headband. Yeah. Are you kidding me? If I'm watching Russian paratroopers come down, I'm going. <gasps> This is the best day. Loot <laughs> <laughs> drops good lord. Loot drops. Oh, well, I wonder if there's any AK-12s. I wonder if there's any AK-12s. Especially, especially based on their performance in Ukraine. Like, I'm going, <laughs> this is going to be so easy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll trade you a box of Twinkies for those dudes, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude, I fucking fought the <laughs> Taliban, and they were better equipped with better crypto on their comms. Than the Russians fucking <laughs> using FRS open. They were using FRS. There was there's that, re- there, that, no, there's reports of some of them using their personal cell phones. Yeah, there's, yeah there's that's why one of the generals yeah. got greased was because he was using a Ukrainian freaking SIM card in his personal cell phone, and they just tracked yeah. his GPS location and went. Oh, yeah, look, they were like, oh, wow, no, that's no, hard. No, they're they're they using use like, their Tinder. Like, they're using FRS open communicate. There's yeah. like Ukrainian people with FRSs hooked up to computers, and they're live broadcasting Russian, uh, Russian conversations. Yeah, they're they're not only transmitting in the clear, right? But they're doing it on FRS, so mm-hmm. they're not even coding the transmissions in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Okay, for for for, this... for record, like like FRS is is the what you get from like the Walmart bubble pack Walkman. Yeah. Right, yeah, like, yeah, like those, even, those even, radios. even, like, even, like a bail fang. Even a bail fang has some level of encryption. Uh, yep. it's, it's higher. It's higher than FRS. It's stronger than FRS. But like FRS is like the 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 twelve dollar pair of, that you buy when yeah. you go camping with your kids. Yeah, yeah to put this in perspective, that, right? In that hunters used to use to be like, hey, I shot an extra deer. Do you want to tag it? And then the DNR yeah, the, would show up and go, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking the um. Pigs. Right. The the difference is so there's there's uh the the G and F right, mm-hmm. and F is the one that most radios most of the cheap mm-hmm. walkie talkies in the United States operate on. It it allows a vague level of encryption, sort of kind of, but all you got to do is easily find the breakable and multiple yeah, multiple and, channels and yeah. yeah. So that's that's that the G one is going to be the one that most like uh, airplanes use and uh, emergency services use and everything else still breakable. Cause everybody right has scanners in rural mm-hmm. America and just listens in on everything. That's kind of how rural America, at least in Wisconsin entertains itself. Oh God. I, um, I have, I many have a right, night. I have the right to remain silent. 
<laughs> that's right sitting in the kitchen drinking a beer and listening to the uh listening to the the uh scanners but i, I, I may or may not run the police scanner around here we're in just kit, so I know we're in when kit they flip-flops and boxer briefs listen to the yeah, scanner yeah. exactly and i've, I've never so the, done that never, <laughs> <not once. laughs> but not the once. but if you're if you're if you're in g though in the United States, you have to have licensing in order to use those radios. You can buy them. I actually have a set of to to, of them. to to broadcast. Yes, to broadcast, not to receive, but to broadcast. Oh. And I I actually have a set. I don't have a license to use oh. them, and they really just kind of stay in a box. And in mm -hmm. the event that I need them, but they have full <laughs> digital encryption. They have multiple channels, multiple preset encryptions, um, yeah. customizable encryption settings, everything else. They're infinitely more uh encodable and harder to break than and monitor than the uh the stuff that the russians are using and they are way behind the encryption that should be available to a modern military without any effort and don't forget that the russians were supposedly rolling out a new radio that was even more encrypted but it turns out that all the people who said they were rolling that out just pocketed all the money and <laughs> Built by the lowest bidder. No wonder. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, look at most of the hardware that they've rolled into Ukraine using. It's mostly outdated horse shit that hasn't been relevant in combat since the sixties. <laughs> fucking out there with fucking Mosins. Right. Well, and the thing is, the thing is too that that's ridiculous about it is that's their professional military mm -hmm. because they're not allowed to use conscripts internationally. By Except Russian the law. first wave was no. conscripts. They're well, no, they, they, don't they, care, they don't care about the law. Yeah, saying. but I mean, like, well, according to the Russian law, like they but... can't. Yeah, but I mean, they're holding all their conscripts back, especially because you don't really use conscripts. Where you know, if they defected, things would go very badly because conscripts tend to do that. So you know, it's weird. It's funny how forcing well, that... people to go fight well, for right, you might right, not right, work well. out well. All right. Uh, the poll also found that 68% of Republicans and 58 or 57% of independents said they would stay, while 40% of Democrats declared the same. That's uh, you know, if you're if you decided to invade the United States, even those numbers where are you gonna flee? First off. Well, yeah, where are you going? You going to Canada? Either Canada or Mexico. Mexico, you're gonna go to Mexico. You're not you gonna you're not gonna go to Mexico. Place. You're not gonna well, go. honestly, if anybody invades the United States, they're probably coming from Mexico. No, or Canada. Yeah. Tanker one of the uh, the cargo ships landing in the port of Oakland. You know how yeah. bad that would you know how bad that would fuck us if they landed like Port of Los Angeles, Port of Oakland at the same time. Oh yeah, just saying, putting that out there. Uh, right in the National Review, Charles C. W. Cook summarized the findings as quote: "A majority of the prime-aged Americans whom the United States would need were such a crisis to arise. Imagine that they would flee if the crisis ever came." Um, he also went on to say, because "Quote: They're pussies." He also quote uh, went on to say, quote, let us note for the record that this is the most elemental question that a free man can ever be asked. There are no mm -hmm. caveats or complexities here, and there is barely any politics either. If the United States were to be invaded by Russia, Americans defense of itself could not possibly be construed as, quote, imperialism or interventionalism or a foreign war or conflict of choice. Nor could skeptics meaningfully complain that they were being asked to fight and die in, quote, a corner of a foreign field. 
In such a circumstances, we'd be protecting home and all who cherish it. To demur would call to demur when called upon to defend their home from conquest is to willing to turn its oneself into an exile. Yep. You know, and the, and the run. of Wisconsin that Andrew and I live in, if they ever made it this far in, good fucking luck in this corner of the state. That's all I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop that National Review article in the group chat for you guys. Because I mean, but, I mean Andrew, that's... obviously you know what I'm talking about. But think about the bluffs. Or well, even before they get here, imagine trying to like, get through the Rockies, for example. If people, yeah, if people are willing to fight, imagine trying to get through Los Angeles. Fuck, yes. bro. <laughs> imagine <laughs> trying to get through LA. Can you imagine trying to get up the Hollywood fucking hills if there are actually people fighting you? <laughs> you wouldn't get very far. Welcome to the first, you know, like uh, the the triple the X movie, triple X two or whatever it was. Welcome to the first tank jacket in history. LA's like, hold my blunt, bro. Yeah, yeah right. Are you kidding me? And look at look at how much how much Russian military equipment has been stolen in the Ukraine, right? Can you imagine in fucking oh, South Central? Like at the moment they even turned their back, it just tank is gone. Up on blocks missing treads. Yeah, they just hear they turn their back and be like, okay, Yuri, look at and they turn around and there's just nothing left. It's a frame. Like, how did they <laughs> cut the welds that fast? What the hell? It's all gone. <laughs> South Central NASCAR, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> South Central ridiculous. puts NASCAR pit crews to fucking shame. Yep. Are you kidding me? The uh, Russian the, 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 T-72 would stop at a stop sign and then not be able to go anymore because its treads would be gone. Like, can you can you can you imagine trying to drive like open top Humvees or or get military equipment through the ghetto with all those tall buildings? Nope. Oh yeah, there's no way that's box. happening. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the thing is it's raining. Seeing, yeah, what what we're seeing though is that that isn't what would happen, right? Probably they everybody's just gonna run. They're not going to fight. They're not going to try and defend themselves. And I guarantee you that those gangbangers that think they're so hardcore, as soon as actual armored equipment shows up and actual military shows up, they're tucking tail and they're running like the little bitches they are at the end of the day. And what we're seeing is that the majority probably of people who are like, well, I'd stay in fat and and anybody comes in, you know, every blade of grass are actually the kinds of people who would go, oh, shit, and pack up and run. And they wouldn't stand and fight. They wouldn't figure out how to start an insurgency. Nothing. They would run. And don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place to run like a little bitch. Uh, Strategic withdrawal. Yes. (laughs) A good warrior knows when to stand and fight and when to run like a little bitch. So these are important. These are important things. But that as the initial invasion happens is not when you run. You know, and, and they this would is, run. This is this is again another case that gives credence to the uh, the balkanization that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, Idaho, Idaho, they're not running. Montana, they're not running. Oh fuck no! No, even even most of your your Iowa, you know, most of your upper Midwest, Ida, Iowa, the, the Dakotas, they're not running. Fuck no! Yeah. Pine Ridge sure ain't fucking running. Pine Ridge well, is. I mean, no. even if you just look at the number of deer licenses, just 
you know, I know it's a lot of mm-hmm. FUD lore, but if you even if you just look at the number of hey, gear I licenses, will, I will take a FUD in a, in a, in a tree stand uh, over some urbanite. You know, oh, absolutely. Um, if you just look at the number of deer licenses that are sold in the state of no. Wisconsin every year, last year it was like four hundred and eighty-five thousand. You know That's how many of those? Deer, you know how many of those thousand. deer hunters? You know how many of those deer hunters want to be Chris Kyle? Oh, I know. Yeah, and know how to shoot at a fairly long range. Not like Chris Kyle ranges; they're not snipers, <laughs> but a fairly I, I, long I'll, range between three between three and five hundred yards. They're relatively effective. <laughs> yeah. My, so my, and, buddy, my my buddy Tyson in in Wyoming popped an elk with a three thirty eight last uh, and back in the fall at eight hundred fifty yards. Yeah. See. My longest, my longest oh, deer with a six-five Creedmoor is about five fifty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, three three thirty-eight. Those a little unfair because it was yeah, intentionally yeah. designed to remain stable through. He got uh, it. He got a, really long he got distance. A, he got well, a bison tag. Also, he bought a forty-five seventy. Oh, oh, nice. No, that, specifically, three thirty-eight is designed to remain stable through the yeah. um, the trans supersonic barrier. So as it yeah. goes yeah. to right. subsonic, it stays stable. That, but that, that reminds me, I just picked up a, a six point five two eighty four, <laughs> which is like but I mean six point five Creedmoor on steroids. But I mean, if if you could even like convince enough people, like convince every deer hunter to stay around as a sniper in the woods in Wisconsin, that's almost half a million people who know how to use a rifle, who know how to use a rifle at a decent range, hiding in trees and who know how to camouflage. (laughs) Like it's not going to go well for you, but yet a bunch of these people, especially the urbanites are going to pack up and they're going to run like little bitches. And I think that if, if, if they, if they did, if it did happen and they took over San Francisco, Oakland, LA, like, okay, okay fine. And <laughs> the rest of the country it. be like, keep it. And <laughs> they, hell, throwing Portland you. and Seattle while you're at it. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, did, did you guys want, did you guys want to just invade right on up the West Coast? Like, if you guys could just take that whole you can, you can thing. Just throw them in. Isn't, it, isn't, isn't it the I 5 that runs that entire? Just take that I whole just, I-5 I got, corridor. I got I got and... the, I got the joke. I got the joke from Boondock Saints in my head right now. <laughs> so San Francisco and LA are gone. I'll have a Coke then. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have a Coke. <laughs> yeah, most people uh... most other people's reactions would be like, wait, so there might be somebody who's at least halfway reasonable in charge of that area. All right. Well, right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. We'll see what happens. And <laughs> let's let that play out. Let's run with, <laughs> it. Let's, let's run with it. Oh, okay. I'm not going to repeat my other thought because that would get me in a lot of trouble. Uh, you know, and the funny thing not is, not with this group, it won't. If uh, it will with the police. There is that. There is that. Yeah. But if you held them to that right area, then you just worry about taking that area back. And then when you take it back and then all of the hardcore lefties are like, oh, we can move home. You go, no, that's ours now. Yep. yep. Fuck you. No, <laughs> I took it back. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay in Phoenix. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and then Enjoy shut, the off, shut off, shut off the water valves. Right, right, yeah. Right, right here. Right here. Fuck you. No. Um. <laughs> Enjoy Homeland Security watchdog omits damaging findings from reports. So this is another New York Times article. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security's Inspector General and his top aides directed staff members to remove damaging findings from investigative reports on domestic violence and sexual misconduct 
by officers in the department's law enforcement agencies, according to documents obtained by the New York Times and two government officials familiar with the inquiries. One investigation found that more than, more than 10... So. One investigation found that more than 10,000 employees of Customs and Border Protection, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, the Secret Service and the Transportation Safety Administration had experienced sexual harassment or sexual misconduct at work. More than one third of those surveyed. No. What? You mean people who are on a fucking power trip to begin with might be in a power trip with each other? Well, no. This, this, on, goes hand, no this goes hand in hand with that bullshit that came out of New York City not that long ago, where they had to pass a fucking city law to ban cops from having from sexual having sex encounters with people with, in custody. With su with su suspect and UCs, yeah. Uh, the, the report also... The report also described a pattern of the agencies using cash, pay cash payments with payouts as high as $255,000 to settle sexual harassment complaints without investigating or disciplina disciplining the perpetrators. Senior officials, with the, senior officials with the Inspector General's office objected to that finding, suggesting in written comments that it should be removed from the report, which is why the report was never published. Well, because they don't want to be held to any accountability. Okay, hold Gosh, on. Hold on. Imagine that. Hold on. Uh, the Inspector General uh, Joseph Cuffery also directed his staff to remove parts of another draft, uh, another draft report showing internal investigations that found dozens of officers working at the agencies had committed domestic violence, but they received little to no discipline. Cuffery also shot? wanted Cuffery law also enforcement wanted a committing domestic violence laughs in forty fucking percent. Cuffrey also wanted a section removed that said the agencies yeah, had, quote, put victims and the public at risk of further <gasps> violence by no. allowing the perpetrators to keep their firearms, including such findings. He wrote in an internal memo would make his office look like it was, quote, second guessing DHS disciplinary decisions without full facts. Time to make some chimmy fucking chongas. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wow, I could never have predicted any of this easily and repeatedly for years. Yes, it's <laughs> as, as if we didn't know this was going on. Number one, and <laughs> right as as if they as if we didn't know that they would hide it. Number two, like that's why I mean, people seek positions of power is so that they can get away with shit mm -hmm. like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the people, you know, it, it's uh, Frank Herbert in Dune where he says uh, it's not so much just that absolute power corrupts absolutely, but that absolute power inherently attracts the corrupt. All right. All right. Here's, here's the kicker. This is the best part. Cuffrey, oh, a Trump appointee who has served as inspector general since July 2019, has previously blocked investigations against his staff's recommendations. He blocked uh -huh. inquiries into the Secret Service's role in the violent disprisal of protests against police brutality outside the White House in 2020 and on the spread of COVID-19 at that agency. He also delayed an inquiry into whether senior agency officials demoted an employee who criticized the Trump administration. Oh, you don't fucking say. Yes. It's, uh... <laughs> There's a... I'm not on, saying that there's a hold solution, on. but there's a solution. Yeah. Uh, the investigations into sexual misconduct and domestic violence took place at law enforcement agencies within the department, particularly the Border Patrol, 
which is part of the Customs and Border Protection, as they struggled to recruit women and advance them into leadership positions. Yes, because we all know that the Border Patrol is so noted for its humane treatment of the people that it deals with. Ed Gonzalez, President Joe Biden's nominee to head ICE, is facing uncertain prospects for confirmation after the police affidavit from last year's surface, accusing him of domestic violence against his wife. A cop being violent against his spouse? I've never heard of such a thing. No, that doesn't happen. Yes. Uh, the sexual misconduct inquiry, which started before Cuffery took the inspector general, uh, included a 2018 survey of employees at the department's police agencies. Of the roughly 28,000 respondents, more than 10,000 said they had experienced sexual harassment or sexual misconduct in the workplace. Of those who had sexual harassment or misconduct, 78% said they did not report the incident. You know, and here's the thing. Well, one, of course it didn't. But here's the thing. is Because obviously it does no good to report it. Yeah, it does no good. And when nothing ever happens to somebody that's doing <sighs> bad things, there's a point where you just stop, right? You just stop yep. reporting it because there's no point. There's no point in putting yes. in the time and effort anymore. Nothing's going to happen to them. Trust me, I experienced that recently in my own job. But on top of that, remember who goes into these jobs. Yes. It tends to be former military. And what is known and has been known for years about the American military. Oh. Constant sexual harassment, sexual misconduct, sexual misconduct and harassment that gets covered up. Hashtag for hood. <laughs> yeah. When you say somebody, like you can say to almost anyone that has been in the, in the U.S. Army, that person deserves to be at Fort Hood, and they go, ho, 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 ho. Immediately, right? They yep. all know Fort Hood's well, reputation. So Andrew, you, you've it. heard you've heard this story about how we ended up putting one of my freaking TIs in the goddamn hospital because he went into the female uh, female dorm in basic training and tried to have his way with one of the female trainees. Yeah, and the female or the the dorm guard on the female side opened her door, yelled across the hall, we need help in here. And the entirety of the 60 uh, guys in the male dorm ran across the hall, and everybody may have gotten a, a, that a guy shot. Tripped, that guy tripped and in. fell so many times. But he did. I don't know what happened. It, it seemed like he tripped over the, the leg of the bed. I couldn't figure out what happened. Yeah. But uh, the investigation determined that he did in fact trip and fall down the stairs. But I mean, that's, that's the thing is the American military, right. Is known for its sexual misconduct. Everybody knows about how females are treated. They know what kind of things happen there. We all know it. And all of us who have been in, we all know it. So you can't uh, even deny it. We'd like to, but we know. And what happens? It's a pipeline right from the military directly into Working for ICE, working for the FBI, working for the ATF and the DEA. These are all people who Even are coming from that environment. Especially local law enforcement. More than 1,800 yeah. employee allegations of videotaping in bathrooms. Big shock that people who run a surveillance state would want to continue to do surveillance. Yes. Especially when devices. they might get a little 
Uh, the agencies the agencies paid 21 mm -hmm. employees nearly a million dollars in settlements from sexual harassment related complaints over six years. Uh, inspectors found, quote, in most incidents, no record of investigation or disciplinary action in those cases. Shocker. And what here's the thing, shock. though, is it's because it is dramatically cheaper for businesses and for government mm -hmm. agencies to simply pay everybody off. Yep. Yep. It's just significantly cheaper to just pay them off and go, whatever, here's some money, go away. Yep. Well, not only that, but it, well, it eliminates no, and, the bad, eliminates the bad press. Yeah. Well, right. And and, and you also too. you also protect uh the careers of yes men. Yeah. Yeah. And so. you know, you hear about everybody rails against that when you talk about it in the private sector, when you're talking about oh, this this rich billionaire paid off this woman, for example, Trump. Paid off Stormy Daniels to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no fucking different, but everybody rails against it when it happens in the private sector. But they don't say shit about it when it's the government. Nope. All right, let's nope. uh let's jump on this last article. Uh, because we need to laugh. Pennsylvania man arrested for allegedly putting anti-Biden sticker on gas pump. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pennsylvania man is facing charges after he allegedly posted anti-Biden stickers on gas pumps. Uh, Thomas Richard Glazeski, 54, of Manor Township, has been charged with resisting arrest, disorderly conduct, harassment, and criminal mischief. <laughs> what the fuck? The incident My of... My favorite charge is criminal mischief. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, mayhem. Mayhem's my favorite. Yeah, they, I mean, can you yeah, imagine just like a dude here. with like a five-page rap sheet that's all criminal mischief, criminal mischief, criminal mischief, oh, criminal mischief. <laughs> My God, this guy's fucking Loki. Criminal mischief, criminal mischief, criminal mischief. <laughs> the incident was captured on video. Uh, Gleski can be heard yelling expletives and, quote, I did that, I did that, that's what I did, pointing to anti-Biden stickers on the gas pump. Uh, a gas station employee also told authorities that Glasky had sprayed the stickers with a substance to make the stickers harder to remove, according to documents obtained by Lancaster Online. I definitely didn't suggest that last week. Uh, Glasky Glas yeah. yeah, was reportedly upset about the price of gas and President Joe Biden. Oh, uh, local gas station in uh, uh, just up the road, next town over. They have a sign that says, do not try to remove our stickers from our gas pumps. You're the reason they're there. Yes. Yeah, they put them there themselves. Don't yep. take them off. It's vandalism to remove them. And they actually, I just saw in the paper, in the news blotter the other day, they're charging somebody who went there and peeled them off in the middle of the night with vandalism. Uh, 5.39 <laughs> for regular at my, uh, my go-to place. 3.80 or 3.56 in my tone. So, let's see. 3.89. 5.39 for regular, 6.19 for diesel. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, yeah, I had the, uh... <laughs> Oh, where is that photo? Hey, people, I, I know it's tempting to try to use the off-road diesel in your vehicles nowadays. But remember, modern diesels, it'll gum up the fuel system and you'll end up spending significantly more, unfortunately. I, it's, it's one of those times that I wish I had a Unimog. Yeah? I mean, there, there are other times where I really wish I had a Unimog. 
Let's see. Andrew's holding yep. up a sign that says, let's see, 21 gallons for 100 or 21.5 gallons for 100 bucks. 20, yeah. 22.6 for 84 or uh, 22.6 gallons a year ago. A yeah. le- little less than a year ago. Yeah. For yep. 84. Ouch. That 15 bucks adds up every time. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's me filling my truck yeah. from not. You see, you see the. Uh, you see the price of eggs? Yeah, we yeah. just went. We just bought a dozen eggs today. It was like four bucks. Uh, because the the avian flu is going through, and yep. they're they're already they've already dispatched like seventeen or eighteen million chickens. Um, Walmart by me still had a flat for like eight forty. Yeah, well, you notice uh, you notice too. I paid fifteen for a flat at Winco. Jesus. You notice too that what they're doing is they're also trying to blame the backyard flocks. So that they can yeah. come up with an excuse to go on your property and take away your ability yeah. to survive independent of their supply chain, yep. even though your backyard flocks don't interact with yep. other chickens and yep. therefore I could not Riverside possibly County get this. Is still doing that for the Newcastle disease uh, indiscriminately into people's backyard. Georgia Georgia has banned um, uh, mailing chicks. There's a, there's a couple of of. Uh, um, uh, poultry, uh, avian, uh, God, what are they called? The, the aviaries down there that, that sell chicks, um, and Georgia won't let them be shipped out of state. So it's getting pretty bad. The last time this went through, uh, it was like 50 million chickens were killed. Oh, it, and it'll be at least that many this time around. And so it's, 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 it's like, it's like 17 or 18 right now. My, well, and to put in question, perspective, how is, wide reaching, yeah, go ahead. you know, to, to put in perspective how wide reaching this can be, you know, there was uh, in the late 90s, there was an issue with a type of um, disease that could potentially transmit to humans going through the rat populations of, of mm-hmm. pet rats. And they destroyed ratteries, um, like all of them, whether they any of those rats had ever had interaction with other rats or not. It didn't matter. They killed yep. them all to be sure. And largely it was a result of somebody trying to breed wild rats back into the fancy rat populations. But that happened and it is still incredibly difficult to find any open ratteries that are still breeding rats. And it's been 25 years. Yep. Yep. So, so what do you yep. think's about to happen to the chickens? Yeah. Um, for comparison, the powder powder eggs dehydrated or freeze-dried eggs that you can buy the the, the bags of uh mm-hmm. those prices are still down yep buy well what did i say last week get a shit ton of powdered eggs mm-hmm. tons and tons of powdered eggs yep. buy lots of powdered eggs lots of powdered milk um get your hands mm-hmm. on uh citric acid mm-hmm. while it's still really cheap because it's like 10 bucks for a five gallon bucket yep so get all this stuff we need so to, we need to do just like a, a whole episode on prepping yeah, for sure. I think that would be that would be a fun one. Yeah, because well, and I know I take a different uh, different view of prepping than a lot of people because I I view it from an absolute apocalypse view, uh-huh. and like if I had absolutely nothing modern that I could rely on whatsoever. Period. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You got an inch of view. I got a good view, and then there's like the homestead view. Uh, inches, mm-hmm. inches. I'm never com- uh, inches. I'm never coming home. Uh, good is get out of dodge. Um, and then the homestead is like bug in, 
yeah, that type and, of situation. And we're, yeah, my family's more of the uh, the homestead type where we've mm-hmm. got a good sized garden going, and we mm-hmm. we just got some uh, fifty five plastic fifty five gallon drums that I cut in half today, and I'm building planter boxes around those so we can Pot- use those potato to... planters. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, this nope. is going to be other root vegetables, so one of them is going to be nothing but carrots. Nope. Um, another one. Uh, is what is that? Be... Uh, one one pound of potatoes can produce fifteen pounds of potatoes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, potatoes are what I'm planning on planting mm-hmm. um, this spring once I have actual you, spring and not fall you do spring. Them, you do them in buckets. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm planting potatoes because remember, kids, Andrew potatoes has indoor irrigation. Yeah, inadvertently. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, the um, potatoes are the one. Yeah. Yay. Thanks for the bats and the squirrels. And, um, <laughs> but the. Uh, don't, don't, don't drink that. No, yeah, don't I'm drink that. Not planning on it. It's, um, <laughs> but the, the, you know, the thing is, is that potatoes are the one food basically that we know of one of like a couple, but like the one main one that you could eat nothing but and not actually starve to death. Yep. yep. You'd actually be okay if you ate nothing but potatoes with skin on, but nothing but potatoes. You would be able to survive on just potatoes forever. That would be just terrible, though. (laughs) Dude, I was it uh, that's he does does that in uh, uh, The Martian. Um, Yes, that's uh, actually why. Yeah. Yep, that's that actually why that is absolutely <laughs> I'm, brilliant. I'm dipping, the, I'm dipping this in a in a crushed up Vicodin, and nobody could stop me. <laughs> yeah, the uh, it has, I'm a it has been pirate. it has been 17 days since I've run out of ketchup. <laughs> yeah, yep. the 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 thing is though, like with the uh, you know with the potatoes is that's why Ireland survives so much on them mm-hmm. is because they mm-hmm. will grow in rocky soil. They'll grow in really Un, unsuitable soil to grow things in, they'll still grow yep. and you can still get nutrients out of it. You still get the things that you need. It'll work. Like and that's potatoes. One thing, that's one thing I absolutely love about the climate that Andrew and I both live in is there's a lot of natural tubers that you can go just walk along the swamps. And if you know what you're looking for, you can find buckets and buckets and buckets of wild tubers. You can do it on uh, cattails also. Yep. Cat t- cattails yep. Are, are a good tuber at the right time of the year. Yep. Oh. And we have plenty of those. But yep. so, don't forget, though, like you will get sick of potatoes. I know because I grew up on almost nothing but fried <laughs> potatoes for almost every meal to this day. Hit, fried hit the potatoes dollar, hit the dollar store. Hit the dollar store and <laughs> buy lots and lots of spices. Because you, you can survive mm-hmm. on potatoes and you can survive on rice and you can survive on beans. But after about nine days of eating just beans or just rice or just potatoes, you kind of want to throw them through a window. That's why yep. you need spices. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. Exactly. But, uh, well, I see um, what we've been doing lately is we've been every paycheck we go to the local grocery store and we buy flats, one extra flat uh-huh. of each canned vegetable. I'm and I'm worried I'm worried about my fridge collapsing. I got I think like eight or twelve cases of canned vegetables on top of it. <laughs> I think yeah. we, if I remember correctly, we've got uh, close to two hundred and fifty roughly cans yeah. of canned vegetables just chilling. 
Yeah. Well, and learn how to can now, you know, like learn how oh, to Oh, absolutely. We do some of that too. TikTok, the, yeah. the, the, the can it, like the, the, the prepping side of TikTok is absolutely fantastic. Amber like is on YouTube's TikTok, and she, she has been doing a lot of that. She's been watching oh, a lot anyway, of that. Let's, YouTube uh, let's... is fantastic. I mean, you know, there's Townsend's on oh, there, and there's a lot of on. stuff that will teach also, you how to do it. Also, if you want links, hit me up. I I literally have a channel on Telegram uh, that is set to private, uh, and it's nothing but links to various books uh, and videos and information regarding prepping homesteading. And if you're if you're actually in, uh, if you happen to be in Wisconsin, and uh, in it, it Southwest Wisconsin, oh no 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 no, uh, one of the local gun stores here, Andrew and I both love this place. V- VGS, VGS, yep. Village Gunsmith. They actually have a library of prepping mm-hmm. books inside their store. Yep. So come in, buy your books. And read the sons of bitches. Don't just leave them on the goddamn show. No. No. All right, let's uh, let's throw some links and get out of here. Josh, Josh is falling asleep, and I need to pee. Nah, I'm <laughs> I just did that. Went outside. <laughs> uh, all right, buy Derek's book. Buy Derek's book. That one Always out of the, book, out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to care for your beard like a Viking, use coding Tanarkis15 on thebeardstruggle.com. Get 15% off your entire order, and it really, really will improve your beard growing experience. Uh, their shampoo, conditioner setups, their night elixirs, their straighteners, all of it's awesome. It makes your beard much healthier, and it smells fantastic, and it's clean. There's a study done a little while ago that found that most beards have poo particles in them. You don't want poo particles in your beard. Wash That's it out. because of dumbasses eating ass. It's no, no, no. It's because people flush your <laughs> toilets with their uh, seats open. Anyway, uh, make sure that you use coding Tanarchus 15 and you get 15% off if you order from beardstruggle.com. Also, uh, I am an affiliate of RK Spookware. There's a link uh, in the description. You want to use that code if you uh, print shooty boys and you want to get the metal bits that help make them work. So uh, hit up RK Spookware. Um, also check out Poppins patches. He's her boy. He makes some cool patches. Josh is Dave rocking is fantastic. The, he, uh, he snagged, he snagged the, um, um, just bite tyrants one with the Fox on the, 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 the Gadsden background. He snagged oh, that nice. one. He snagged that one from me on Instagram and said that he was going to do a patch about it. Oh, I'm Sweet. buying that shit when it hits. Oh yeah. R- for sure. RIP Washington Fox. Yes. The he makes awesome hero. patches. He makes awesome, awesome patches and uh, a T-shirt that Chris and I helped design, uh, the Boogalorian. Uh, there's a bunch of cool stuff on there. He supports the show. He's awesome. You definitely want to check him out. Uh, also, uh, make sure that you check out uh, ClassicFirearms.com. There's a link. Uh, and if you use that link, you get 10 uh, bucks off your order of $100 or more. And uh, you support me. And uh, they're also doing their latest giveaway, which is for a Chris Vector with like an EOTech and all sorts of cool stuff on it. I'm sorry. No, unless it's full auto, I don't want it. I want, yeah, I do. Well. I do. I still do. It's super nice. You can still okay. shoot You're it ridiculously rapidly. It's a cool gun. It's worth an enormous amount of money, and they're that's, giving it that's away. First off, first off, it's fun, yeah. and it's worth a lot of money. Yeah, it's worth it'd be, it'd over two like, grand it, the way it's it set would, up. It would be like it would be like two range trips, and then be like, okay, what can I get for this? Exactly. 
and yeah. you want it. It comes with mags. It comes with the the EOTech. It comes with a special muzzle yeah. brake. Trade it for uh, works. Daddy, Daddy yeah. needs an arsenal. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that link will also be in the description if you want to enter that giveaway. It is completely free. It's super easy to enter. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything to enter, and you should use that link and enter it because again, it supports me if you do. So, uh, anything else that we got? Not that I know of. Come nope. and find us um, over on Rumble. Yes. Uh, also, uh, tentatively scheduled for next week, we will have uh, returning guests, uh, Magnus Pan Video, and we will be talking about Michigan and the Wolverine Watchmen and the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case and uh, going over just this fantastically wonderful op-ed written by the NBC News uh, <laughs> saying how the not guilty charges or the not guilty um, uh, verdict uh, will only embolden the January 6th insurgents. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that one will that be will, great. I can't that, wait. That'll, that'll be a good time. So. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on that note, Josh, give us a piece of life advice. Uh, same as it's been because it's just, it's. Oh, going come on. Give direction. us a good one. We're your give local farmers. No. Give us a good one. Life I advice. Don't have any good ones right now. Prep. Life advice. Prep, prep, prep. Make friends with your local Amish. Yes. <laughs> I don't have any Amish out here. Yeah, they well, don't have you're Amish an idiot. in Colorado. There's no Amish in Colorado. They know better. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Like you can't Amish grow in California. <laughs> you, you can't grow oh, shit in rocks. By that? the way, Andrew, just so you know, I don't yeah, know if you saw or not. Way. I don't know if you so, saw or not. Amish Walmart. Amish Walmart went up in flames about a month ago. They're back in. They are back in business. Uh, I was the, just uh, out there. Uh, the Home Depot in San Jose caught fire here, and uh, it was a fi- it was a five alarm blaze, and it was so big that they could see it from space. Holy crap! Yes, Oof. yeah. The um, the storefront for Amish Walmart went up in smoke. Oh and, no! That um, had all the cool stuff. The coolest stuff. Man. Yep. On well, that note, stop burning they're, shit they're down. Fucking ass hats, and yeah, uh, we'll, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.